Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to What Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Josh, my friend, the PS5 pre-order rollout continues to be certainly rolling, but it's very much just on the floor, <laughs> failing to gain any sense of momentum. Um, this Kinda. just sort of is an amalgam of various uh, retailers that have now sent emails out to their customers, people who have potentially paid money for the PS5 or at least did, did some sort of deposit or whatever to secure the console. Um, various retailers are now emailing and sending messages out to those people saying, hey, we can't actually fulfill those pre-orders because Sony haven't told us what the, or Sony have now told us what the allocation is. Um, versus when the pre-order window first opened up after their showcase um, a few weeks ago. And it's just a big old mess. I am right in the it middle is. of this. My shop2.net order is one of the ones that um, they said they can't fulfill. Um, I saw Jeff Keighley last week posting that uh, Amazon had told him that they wouldn't be able to... Even Jeff Keighley can't get his hands on a PS5. <laughs> um, and it's just, it's all over the place. So what was your, what's your initial thoughts to this? Because right now, you're one of the only people who has a PS5 until games Don't. tell you otherwise. <laughs> Why say it out loud? Why say those words out loud, Scott Telford? You've just completely jinxed me. Well, well, this is the thing, right? My first reaction was, oh no, Scott Telford, that is the worst email that you could have gotten right now because that is just disheartening. But uh, uh -huh. secondly, it's just... It's just this constant, you know, worry of why can't they get anything right? Why is nothing going correct when it comes yep. to these pre-orders? You know, we did a video on the initial fallout of it, like the shambles of the night when we had all of this mixed messaging, when the pre-orders were going to go live, which retailers were going to be, you know, taking them to begin with. And now we've got this extra kind of quibble to go over as to whether or not the pre-order that you placed is that even going to be fulfilled on the day? Because, you know, like a lot of these aren't outright cancellations. They're just kind of admittance that you've definitely got a console. You just don't have it for launch. And we also don't know wow. when you're going to get it. And it's that second yes. part that's perhaps the most frustrating thing because it's like, cool, I, I don't have it for launch, but when when will I get it? You know, I well, want to you know make some plans or look forward to something, and it's just like uh -huh. if it's it's a it's an issue on both sides. It's obviously Sony's messaging and Sony's messaging to these retailers, but then it's also the retailers just taking on all of these pre-orders, not knowing how many PlayStations they actually have for launch day. 
Mm-hmm. Well, that, that was definitely the case in Shop Two's case, uh, where they were saying, "Oh, you can put like you can put a penny down towards that secures your pre-order and you confirmed yeah. it and whatever else." And they were always going to confirm whether or not they, it was always in the fine print of like, "We can't guarantee you'll have a system until nearer launch." Um, but now they've got out there and like Shop Two's email does say, "You know, we regret to inform you that we'll not be able to fulfill pre- uh, pre-orders on day one for release day." Um, <laughs> and then in their case, I'll read some other retailer stuff, but in their case, um, they're just saying like, "But you, if you want a digital console instead, it's all right. You can put it down for one of them." But then they also say that they haven't got them in stock either. So it's just, you know, we'll put, we'll prioritize yeah. you in the list if it ever comes true. Um, but yeah, it says that Sony may notify us of additional stock with extra allocation for day one. And that might they might be able to then fulfill them. But right now, if you're them, if you're the majority of retailers, everything's just up in the air because Sony don't seem to be able to confirm their numbers, especially in a public space. Um, because back on September 19th, Sony were getting out there doing a really weirdly casual tweet saying, let's be honest, PS5 pre-orders could have been a lot smoother. We truly have apologize for that and it's like yeah what what sort of it doesn't make good on it because you're trying to be all like no. down with the kids or anything like just give us some statistics and um, one thing that's really ridiculous though is uh, GameStop um, as the this is reported by Video Game Chronicle and um, the GameStop in Ireland said that they um, told their customers to expect PS5s in 2021 so mm. like if that ends up being the, the go-to thing um it's very much going to be a case of exactly how many ps5 units are being created um vgc also spoke to daniel ahmed who said that the reality of production schedules due to the year that we've had and um, they are mm-hmm. ramping up production to try and meet demand but just because of the reality of the year that we've had um that you know that's going to have a knock-on effect and um, i did do a little bit of research into the state of the um, ps4 allocation in 2013 when we were leading up to the launch of that um, and sony did put a blocker out on August, I think it was August 5th um, or 6th, saying that um, anyone pre-ordering a system after that date, um, they couldn't guarantee it would be on launch day, but everyone beforehand, it was messaged, it was messaged a hell of a lot clearer saying, look, yeah. if you've locked down the unit, you're going to get one on launch day. So right now we've got Shop2 have sent everything out. We've got Amazon saying that there's, um, you know, due to high demand, they can't guarantee the PS5. They can't even guarantee this uh, Xbox Series X either. Um, you've got the GameStop stuff in Ireland um, and just whoever else wants to throw down in the comments which other retailer you've gone with because... This just seems like a big old, big old tire fire. To be fair, I know I've got I've got another friend, Scott. Uh, believe it or not, I have <laughs> got I, another, one. another friend apart from you <laughs> who <laughs> ordered with another retailer, and apparently, uh-huh. like they uh, they confirmed the order, but they've also said to my friend that they're going to give them an update twice a week. If as to whether or not he's going to get it, so every sing, every few days he gets his email through, and he's like, "Well, t- t- is today the day the, the pre-order gets cancelled? Is the today right. the day the confirmation gets unconfirmed?" That's worse. And, that. Like you mentioned there, obviously, I know, I know, it's living in fear. Uh, you mentioned there, uh, you know, this obviously happened with the PlayStation 4, and I'm sure a lot of people will be in the comments saying, well, this is just par for the course. This is just mm. how console cycles work. It's always a shambles. It's always chaos. But to that, I just have to ask, like. Why does it have to be this way? The PlayStation 4 launch <laughs> was seven years ago, and this is even worse because, like you said, even back then, yeah, obviously not every single PlayStation 4 you pre-ordered came at launch day, but I thought they communicated it a lot clearer. When I pre-ordered a PlayStation 4 back in the day, mm-hmm. it was a few um, weeks after it went on sale, and it was clearly communicated that you're not going to get it on launch, you're going to get it by right this date or around this date and i was like cool as long as i know that the problem Mm -hmm. here is it's been a shambles and also people don't know if they've even got it if their confirmation is really a confirmation if they've pre pre pre-ordered something you know what i mean Mm -hmm. that's the that's the real issue 
Yeah, there's there's a whole there's a mess of problems with just consumer clarity, with just sheer optics of how like literally, you're a company selling a product. I'm a consumer. I would like that product. Where do I go to get that thing? And it's like, well, you can go to six places that are all sold out because they didn't communicate when those retailers were going to have those items on sale. And um, because after the end of the showcase, it was just you know Sony were meant to be telling people you could sign up to their official website saying give me a shout when the PS5 is available and I'll go and get one. And um, but after the latest showcase, all those what uh, it was like Walmart and Target and whatever else. And then loads of retailers over in the UK started breaking the street day. And it was just wild west. Everybody snatched them up where you can. Um, and now I guess there's just the sheer reality of all those different retailers breaking the street day or whatever it was behind the scenes that you know led to all those um, pre-orders going ahead uh, potentially too early. Sony have now caught up with that and gone, actually, we can't allocate that many units and mm-hmm. we just need to try and juggle everything. Um, but yeah, that whole thing of like, this is just the way that it is. Um, you kind of have to go like console by console. What I found with the PS4 is that that wasn't the case. They were very clear about when you could pre-order, when pre-orders were going to be going live. Um, and then they kept everybody um, informed, you know, like I said, as of that August date, saying like, look, if you pre-order after this day, we can't guarantee launch. As opposed to this, which is everybody in, pre-orders in, don't worry, we all got you. And then actually, no, we don't. And yeah. we, we can't guarantee anything. So it feels like a market change in uh, in the way that it's been rolled out. And maybe that is just because of the year that we've had. Um, but I just, I, for you, like for me rather, I was going to say that um, I think they could fix a lot of it by doing, I guess, more of those kinds of tweets, being like, let's be honest, yeah. and then here's some data, as opposed to, like right now, I have no idea whether I have a PS5 or not, and I have no idea how to get mm-hmm. one either, other than just waiting well, <laughs> till launch Yeah, day. like, it just totally sucks. Like, I am obviously, you know, incredibly sympathetic that it has been a very difficult year, and I'm sure the production lines have been hit, I'm sure the entire rollout of the console has been impacted, but at mm. the same time, like, they're relationship with us hasn't changed in response to that they've still kept the cards close to the chest they still haven't really been open they're still allowing a lot of us to essentially buy this console on faith because there's so much that we haven't seen i can't remember the exact website but i was reading something the other day that was essentially this writer talking about how they bought into the playstation 5 mostly Mm. just because they trust the brand but not necessarily because of what they've seen because we've seen two showcases we haven't really seen a ui breakdown we haven't seen a bunch of other kind of like deep dives that we would have expected to have seen for a product that's like two months out from launch in, in mm-hmm. like it, it, it keeps saying in these videos you know one of these issues in isolation it would be annoying but it wouldn't be so bad but it's the fact that right. they're all just kind of like snowballing into each other and it's creating this kind of um i don't know a lack of trust at least for me like like a yeah. few months ago if you go back and watch our videos i was all in on this playstation 5 hype train i was so <laughs> looking forward to it i'm still looking mm-hmm. forward to it obviously but just my shake in in the fact that I, I thought I really trusted in what Sony was doing, but the more that they keep coming out and making these mistakes, the more I worry whether or not they have reverted back to the hubris of PlayStation 3. <laughs> I don't think we're quite there yet, but it's sort, it certainly feels like they are almost confident to the point of arrogance, and they know people are going to buy a PlayStation 5 because we're all excited sure. for next gen. We're all excited for you know the games that they've announced. They do have a solid lineup, but at the same mm. time, they can't take that trust for granted by completely botching things like this. Yeah, I know, I keep, yeah, sorry, go. No, no, I do. I have a theory that, because um, the, all throughout the year, obviously, as, as things rolled on from March onwards, we all, we've all been through this horrible thing. And Sony were the ones out there going like, don't worry, we're definitely going to hit it. The PS5's coming in 2020. Don't worry, we got you. 
And then as the year rolled on, there was all those reports of their manufacturing problems. And, you know, people like Daniel Ahmed who were getting out there saying, look, it seems like they have a bunch of problems with production and with being able to meet demand. Um, then there was the whole thing about them um, changing their overall stock allocation or production allocation mm-hmm. um, and having to, you know, they were like describing how they were actually going to get the units from one country to another. And it was a whole thing. And then Sony got on top of that and said, don't worry, everything's fine. We haven't changed anything. It's going to launch in uh, 2020. The reality of that might just be that they're doing a limited amount of PS5s for the end of this year and the full production is going to be next year or at least in a time where it's not as tumultuous around the world. Yeah. Um, that way they still get to tick the box of it's releasing in 2020 but the full production is next year. Hence to the GameStop Islands comments saying like, hey, you might as well just wait till next year. Um, I don't know whether it's more harmful to their reputation, their brand, the optics of it, um, to try and just pretend that there's a full PS5 launch this year when the reality is that there maybe was never going to be one. Maybe they were Mm -hmm. only ever going to be able to fulfill a tiny amount of pre-orders or a tiny amount of stock. um, And they just haven't communicated that because they don't want to be seen as going back on everything they said to that point. They always said PS5 was coming and it technically is, but there's like 20 of them. And it's like, I just, that's my thought. I think that it's going to be a next year thing for me. I just think we're kind of bracing for the impact of them being way more honest about the production schedules and everything. Yeah, and I feel like they could have been, you know, if, if there have been like these problems and stuff, they could have been more honest about like how many consoles mm. there's going to be for launch, you know, how they, exactly they're rolling it out. Will have the, I know they came out and commented on the, the rumors that they had pulled back the production numbers, but like mm-hmm. it just, it just doesn't feel like they're being clear with the people who are actually, actually sorry, buying very, the Actually, sorry, very, very quickly. Sorry, go on. When they, when they pulled back the comment, when they addressed the fact that um, people were saying, oh, look, you've changed your allocation for um, production and stock. And all they said was, we've not changed what we originally set out to do, which like yeah. would totally line up with what I'm saying. <laughs> you always planned to do this limited launch thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it could very much be the case. Like, they, they have, like you said, committed to this idea that it's coming out at the end of 2020. It's going to be this thing. There's going to be a date that we're going to hit. You're going to be excited. You're going to have a good mm-hmm. time. But the closer we get to that, it's just like, why, 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 why? If you came out before <laughs> then and sort of said that there were going to be issues or there were going to be a limited amount or there was going to be kind of like a scrap for it, maybe mm. we would be better kind of, I don't know, positioned right now because I don't see how people losing their pre-orders or people getting really frustrated that they can't, you know, buy a loved one a PlayStation 5 for Christmas Mm. or fulfill something like that when the communication has been so unclear. Like, that's going to do damage to the brand. That's going to make people look to Xbox and be like, well, I can't get this. I don't know what the hell's going on with it. Maybe I'll buy an Xbox Series X. Maybe I'll buy an Xbox Series S. You know, maybe I'll jump ship because at least Microsoft has been clear. Yeah, it might be difficult to get a Series X, but at the same time, I don't know. I feel like you know where you stand more with them, which is a very strange Mm. position to be in right now. At least I feel that way anyway, in terms of the actual rollout of the consoles and what you're getting, because, you know, we've just had the Xbox Series X, you know, backwards compatibility first impressions come out. And yeah, you might say that's not really integral to selling a console, but it's mm. it's something. We haven't really got anything <laughs> like that from Sony. We've had people no. saying that 99.9% of the games will be backwards compatible, but we don't know how they're going to play. We don't really know what's going on with it. It's just It's like, all very, like, ooh. it reminds me of when uh, Bungie did the documentary about making Halo 2, and they said that it feels like jumping out of a plane with a um, <laughs> stitching thread and some needles um, and mm-hmm. sewing your parachute on the way down, and either you'll get that right or you'll just hit the ground. Um, and it's I don't think they're going to hit the ground necessarily because they do have that, that allocation of stuff. Um, but like you said, the comparison to Series X, like I haven't been able to get a Series X at all. I haven't even been able to get through a, a checkout screen to get anything at all. But... 
um, Microsoft, uh, I think it was Aaron Greenberg, or it might have been Phil Spencer, um, said, you know, apologized if you couldn't get a pre-order and said, look, more will be available on November 10th. Um, mm-hmm. And it feels like they're sort of just going like, look, we can't fulfill demand right now, but we will on launch. Whereas Sony haven't really communicated that much else other than just apologizing for the state of pre-orders, not saying when there's a date that you should focus on and just kind of like oh, September 25th, there was like this reallocation uh, where they put like a second wave of pre-orders out without telling anybody yeah. again. Um, it just seems like a bit of a tire fire. So yeah, yeah let us only- think... I was going to say, let us know what you think down in the comments below. Uh, how, which sort of retailer have you gone with? Have you found similar stories? Or have you been able to snatch up a PS5 and it's not been that bad? Um, for now, Ivan Scott from WhatCulture.com. I mean, Josh from WhatCulture.com. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.